In this presentation, we will discuss the purpose of the Form 8839 related to the adoption credit. This information can be found in the Instructions 2018 for Form 8839. Purpose of the Form Use Form 8839 to figure your adoption credit and any employer provided adoption benefits you can include from your you can exclude from your income. You can claim both the exclusion and the credit for expenses of adopting an eligible child. For example, depending on the cost of the adoption, you may be able to exclude up to 13,810 from your income and also be able to claim a credit up to 13,810. But you cannot claim both the credit and exclusion for the same expenses. So note that we have both the exclusion from income, which of course would lower the taxable income, resulting in a less tax and then the credit which is a dollar for dollar cash back but you can't use the same expenses basically the same the same expenses for the calculation of both the exclusion and the credit we'll go into some more detail in this as we go see qualified adoption expenses and employer provided adoption benefits later adoption credit use form 8839 part 2 to figure the adoption credit you can take on Schedule 3, line 54. A quick look at the form. Here's Form 8839, Qualified Adoption Expenses. We're looking at Part 2, the Adoption Credit. Back to the text. Check box C on that line and enter 8839 in the space next to box C. You may be able to take this credit in 2018 if any of the following statements are true. So they're basically saying that we're going to take this information. We're then going to go up to the Schedule 3 and we'll go into the line 54. We're going to select Box C and put the related number of the form. That number then is going to be carried to the Form 1040 and it will be included in the credits as we calculate the bottom line number on the 1040. Back to the text. You may be able to take this credit in 2018 if any of the following statements are true. One, you paid qualified adoption expenses in connection with the adoption of an eligible U.S. child, including any expenses paid in connection with adopting an eligible U.S. child with special needs in A. 2017 and the adoption wasn't final until the end of 2017 or 2018 and the adoption became final in or before 2018 too. So note that we have 2017 but the adoption didn't become final until the end of 2017 which means if that's the case then you may be able to you may not have been able to take the adoption in 2017 and therefore may be able to take it in 2018 B then saying 2018 the adoption became final in or before 2018 so if the adoption became final within 2018 then you would think that would be the of course the time to take the credit at that point in time because we have everything we need in order to do so number two you adopted an eligible U.S. child with special needs and the adoption became final in 2018 in this case you may be able to take to take the credit even if you didn't pay any qualified adoption expenses. Number three, you paid qualified adoption expenses in connection with the adoption of an eligible foreign child in A, 2018 or prior years and the adoption became final in 2018. So note the key point here is usually when it becomes final, when everything becomes final, 
that would be that the point in time we'd have it. B, 2018, the adoption became final before 2018. Number four, you have a carry forward of an adoption credit from 2017. So we have a carry forward of the credit from 2017. Income exclusion for employer provided adoption benefits. Use form 8839 part three to figure the employer provided adoption benefits you can exclude from your income on form 1040 line one or form 1040 NR line eight. So once again, if we go back to our form, we're looking at part three on form 8839 qualified adoption expenses. Here is part two for the credit. Part three is going to be on page two employer provided adoption benefits. Now, if their employer provided, they may be excluded from the income. And if that's the case, it'll, it'll probably be in box one or indicated on the W-2 and therefore not to be included in the W-2 income as we process the tax return in line one. If it's not included in this line one income, then it's not going to be taxable income and it won't be generating a tax. So that's basically how the benefit there uh, would be taken or used. Back to the text. You may be able to exclude these benefits from income if your employer had a written qualified adoption assistance program, see employer provided adoption benefits later, and any of the following statements are true. One, you received employer provided adoption benefits in 2018. However, special rules apply for benefits received in connection with the adoption of an eligible foreign child. See column C later. Number two, you adopted an eligible U.S. child with special needs and the adoption became final in 2018. Number three, you received employer-provided adoption benefits in connection with the adoption of an eligible foreign child in A, 2018 or prior years and the adoption became final in 2018 or B, 2018, the adoption became final before 2018. C column E later. Uh, for purposes of calculating the adoption credit in part two, qualified adoption expenses didn't uh, include expenses reimbursed by an employer under the written qualified adoption assistance program, see employer provided adoption benefits. For this reason, you must complete form 8839 part three before can, you can figure the credit if any, if any in part two. So if in this case, then they're basically saying you got to do part three so that you are able to properly complete part two of the form. So part three related to uh, the employee benefits, part two related to the credits. So remember, if we go back to our form 8839, part two is the credit and part three is the employer provided adoption benefits. So generally then, if we have employer provided adoption benefits, we need to fill out part three so that we can then uh, fill out the adoption credits in part two in, in some cases. Caution, you can't exclude employer-provided adoption benefits in your employer if your employer is an S-corporation in which you own more than 2% of the stock or stock with more than 2% of the voting power. So in the case where you're an S-corporation, a flow-through type of business, owning more than 2%, which is often the case in many uh, S-corporations, like small business-type corporations, then uh, be careful with the caution here in terms of you can't exclude employer-provided adoption benefits if your employer is an S-corporation in which you own more than 2% more than of the stock. Income limit. The income limit on an adoption credit or exclusion is based on modified adjusted gross income. Again, they have that 
M modified adjusted gross income. Adjusted gross income, remember, is the amount that we find on the 1040 line seven. So the 1040 line seven is the adjusted gross income, basically the income level, but it is adjusted for a few things that are typically on schedule one. So that's going to be line seven here. Then there's going to be some modification specific. What that means, whenever you see that, it means it's going to be specific to this code section. So we'll have to see what those specific modifications will be. We'll go into them more later. For 2018, use the following table to see if the income limit will affect your credit or exclusion. If your uh, modified adjusted gross income is 207, 140 or less, uh, you won't affect the credit or exclusion. Then the income limit uh, won't affect the credit or exclusion. So if basically your modified adjusted gross income, your income is for these purposes, we'll say if your income is lower than uh, 207, 140, then you're good. You shouldn't have a problem. If the income is between 207, 141 and 247, 139, again, modified adjusted gross income, but in essence, an income limitation, then it will reduce your credit or exclusion. We're not talking about how much it will reduce it yet, but notice if you're in this range, it should be, it'll probably be reduced in some point according to the calculation. If you have 247, 140 or more, will eliminate the credit or exclusion. So if you're over this point on the modified adjusted gross income, then the credit won't apply due to the income limitation.